The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. A year ago today, Governor Ralph Northam issued an order that limited gatherings to 10 people. Ben Pavier spoke with Virginia's top health official about what he's learned in the year since the Commonwealth lockdown. The Virginia Department of Health spent nearly two decades planning for a pandemic. So Commissioner of Health Norm Oliver says he wasn't surprised when the novel coronavirus arrived in Virginia. I think what we found was that we were really hampered by the lack of uh, resources. Dr. Oliver says the federal government should have done more to coordinate its early response and get out testing supplies. If I had to do it over again, heaven forbid, I think we could have moved sooner faster and bigger. That includes activating the National Guard earlier to help with testing. A year later, Virginia's per capita infection rate is well below the U.S. average, a tribute, Oliver says, to the Commonwealth's handling of the pandemic. Ben Pavier, VPM News. Ben Pavier has an extensive interview with Dr. Norm Oliver about the day Virginia shut down. Stick around for a few minutes to listen to more of the story. The Virginia Department of Health announced yesterday that some regions are moving into the next phase of vaccinations this week. Phase 1C includes a broader range of essential workers, such as those working in energy, food service, and media. Local health departments are required to make efforts to reach people in the first two priority groups before moving into the new stage. Officials stress the importance of signing up on the state's pre-registration portal in order to get an appointment. Chesterfield County projects they'll be able to move into 1C in a few weeks with the opening of a new mass vaccination site at Virginia State University serving Chesterfield, Dinwiddie, Petersburg, and neighboring areas. That facility is opening today. Yesterday at a press conference at VSU, officials said they expect to administer 3,000 shots daily but hope to ramp up to 6,000 in the coming weeks. It's part of the Virginia Department of Health's efforts to set up larger vaccination sites around the state. The shots are by appointment only. Anyone can pre-register at vaccinate.virginia.gov or call 877-VAX-IN-VA. Many Virginians with past felony convictions learned yesterday Governor Ralph Northam has made them eligible to vote. As Whitney Evans reports, he's fast-tracked legislative efforts to restore the civil rights of tens of thousands of people. Virginians who have served their jail or prison sentences will now be eligible to have their rights restored, even if they're still on probation. 62-year-old Del Denise Williams was surprised by the news. She says she spent nearly seven years in prison, where she continued to follow politics and current events. My parents taught me the importance of voting, you know, and that's the way change happens is by you voting. You just can't sit back and keep complaining about things. You have to participate. The General Assembly approved a constitutional amendment this year to automatically restore the civil rights of people who've served their sentences. But lawmakers have to approve the measure two years in a row before putting it on the ballot. Until the Constitution is amended, Virginians who are eligible still have to apply. Whitney Evans, VPM News. A coalition of black students is demanding the University of Richmond rename two buildings tied to slavery and racism. 
Among their list of demands, the students are also advocating for academic accommodations and access to additional mental health services. Simone Reed is a sophomore. She says black students are frustrated with the university administration. I think they don't really have an interest in seeing us feel as safe here as we need to be to actually have a positive experience. If their demands are not met by April 1st, students say black seniors will disassociate from the university. Other black undergraduates will join the seniors if the school doesn't release a plan to address their demands by April 15th. Building an inclusive environment on campus is a major priority for the coalition. Learn more about how these students think that can be done at vpm.org news. Today, the city of Richmond will launch an updated version of its non-emergency services app, RVA311. Mayor LeVar Stoney says the app will help the city determine what services need more support in the budget. RVA311 is the eyes and ears of the city, telling us what you all prioritize and how we can improve. Some of the new features include a system for residents to track requests in their neighborhood, an interactive map, and mobile alerts. Residents can download the new mobile app from the App Store, or they can visit rva311.com or call 311 to submit a request. Richmond schools will not be using a year-round calendar for the upcoming school year. After hours of debate and originally delaying the vote, the board reached a decision Monday night to reject the proposal. Alan Rodriguez-Espinosa reports. The Richmond School Board opted for a traditional calendar for the 2021-2022 school year and asked the superintendent to develop a robust summer learning program instead to address learning loss. The district will offer year-round the following year after the district has had time to get more input from the community. While the school board asked Superintendent Jason Cameras to explore year-round options last July, he formally presented the first and only draft of the calendar two weeks ago. Alan Rodriguez-Espinosa, VPM News. A year ago today, Governor Ralph Northam issued an executive order limiting gatherings and many businesses to 10 people. To reflect on the past year, VPM's Ben Pavier spoke with a man who's seen it closely. Dr. Norm Oliver is Virginia's Commissioner of Health. Dr. Oliver, thank you for joining us today. Glad to be here. I guess I'll begin with a question NPR has been asking people. Was, you know, is there a moment when you sort of that when the pandemic became more real to you, when you realized life was going to change permanently? Uh, I would say as soon as uh, we began to see community spread of the virus. So uh, the first few cases that we had in March of last year were cases of travelers from China or people who had contact with uh, travelers from China. When we began to see cases where we could not trace that back to a traveler uh, from China, that's when we knew that we had widespread Uh, community uh, transmission, and we knew that that would be the beginning of uh, pretty rapid spread in the the Commonwealth. Do you remember when that happened? And do you remember what was going through your head at that point? Were you surprised at all? Were you worried? I wouldn't say surprised. Uh, You know, those of us in public health who were watching what was going on in Wuhan uh, back in December of uh, 2019 uh, were pretty much convinced that this was not be contained to China and that sooner or later it would be in the uh, U.S. To that end, do you think you got the support you needed early on from both the CDC and then the the Trump administration? I I think we did not get the support that uh, we really needed from the uh, federal uh, government. And I believe that that's a big lesson for us all to learn that uh, on something like this, uh, a, a more 
coordinated national uh, response would have been much more uh, helpful in, in uh, containing the virus. We needed to have done much more massive testing earlier. I, I think that if I had to do it over again, heaven forbid, I think we could have moved sooner, faster, and bigger. So for example, on testing, we didn't activate the National Guard and, and deploy them as um, testing units across the Commonwealth until later in our initial response. And I think we could have done that uh, right from the beginning. I'm also curious, you know, what the past year has been like for you personally. I mean, have you been affected by COVID? Have you had, you know, family members get infected with COVID? Have you, have you had any brushes with it? You know, I, I can just imagine it's a challenging job at the moment. Thankfully, I've, I've not uh, had any issues with COVID-19 uh, and um, nor in my uh, immediate family have I have any of us succumbed to the uh, virus. What's true for, uh, I think, everybody in public health and healthcare, people are tired. I mean, we've been at this for well over a year and, you know, it's 24-7 and uh, seems to be relentless. Our spirits are uh, picked up now because of the vaccines. We can sort of see light at the end of, end of the tunnel. Um, well, thank you, Dr. Oliver, for joining us. I appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. That was Ben Pavier speaking with Dr. Norm Oliver, Virginia's Commissioner of Health. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on... Tuesday, March 16th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. PM.